0: Switch, switch, switch. You
1: shake my nerves and you rattle my brain. You might be as a man insane. You broke my wind, but what a threat. Goodness in this gear wreckage is waiting for the fire.
0: Watch a
2: movie. Oh,
0: hell yeah! Hell yeah! Quick, quick, quick!
2: Poppery banana!
0: Please don't aggregate this! <laughs> Lillard, long range three! Ah! A, yeah. Their defense is atrocious. Atrocious. sort the rock star. Right on the cowboy. People. People. Tiso, Tiso
2: is the official watch of the NBA.
0: Everybody who listens to this podcast knows
2: how I feel about aggregation. I'm oddly I'm aggregation. intrigued by neck tattoos. You know, we love China. We love the plan It comes with dung. Shut up and listen. You think you're better than me? All
0: right. Welcome back to Swish FM. Chris Wendelkin, Brandon Lissy, a.k.a. Whammy and Ben Craw, Gents. How are we feeling? Welcome back to the NBA.
1: This week. Welcome
0: back. How's uh how's your how's how's the week been for you guys? We so there were there were a couple massive trades. It's
1: the basketball college. is drunk. Lillard. Am I went right?
0: To Milwaukee. Too many With, trades. What else I can't happen? even keep track. Drew Holiday went to Boston. Yep. Nurkic went from Portland to Phoenix. Uh, we had some draft picks moving around.
2: Let me tell you, I uh, sat down Sunday night and I uh, had a hot bowl of round ball stew, you know? And it was. How was that? It was a meal. It was a meal and a half. I was all I could eat. I got seconds and thirds. This is why we follow hoops, the player movement... The joy media day, Jimmy Butler's hair. Jimmy Butler's
0: hair was that great. <laughs>
2: yeah, or? I'm a Thanksgiving turkey and I'm stuffed with hoops.
0: We love it. We love it. Jimmy Butler with the nose ring, the flat ironed hair.
2: Hey, too early, uh, by the way. I think he's jinxing himself. That's something you break out in February when everything's boring, or at the, during the playoffs when you really need a lift. This is like a real high point for him. Like it's possible that's the highest point for the Heat this season. It
1: kind of feels like a. It kind of feels like a bit that he's sort of just, you know dig like what is it what's the term for be- killing, kicking it into the ground, uh, beating, beating a dead ground. horse, grounding it, beating a dead horse. It's like dribbling out the clock. Yeah, I don't know, man. I'm a little tired of this guy. Got to be honest, Hands over it. Yeah. kind of over wow. it. Kind of tired. Never thought he we, did like yeah. the, he did like. I feel like he did the the dreads like one year, and it was like everyone thought it was the funniest thing ever. And then he's like, oh, now this is my thing that I have to do every this, year because okay. yes. people love yeah. it. and it's like, are you sad,
2: Ben, because he's accomplished more individually than all of us could ever dream of?
1: Um, you know what? When I think about it, I hmm, gosh, I think maybe, maybe you're right. Maybe there's some truth to that, Wham. Yeah, because I, I look at, i never really took yeah, the time to, uh, to to look deep, deep inside introspect. myself. Uh, I was really just projecting all my feelings outward without really taking a good, long, hard look in the mirror. Uh, until this moment so thank you for that clarity wow
0: all right, <laughs> all right boys we're going to keep it moving
1: Switch fm plus as we're talking yeah we're going to keep it on the clock on this one
0: is now an intellectual property flywheel um so we have to keep things moving yeah
1: uh, we have to keep top of the funnel to profits. you yeah we
0: have to keep this thing profitable <laughs> So we're gonna we're gonna the move to the top of the cabinet, top of the
1: funnel. What is mofu, tofu, and bofu in marketing?
0: That's right. We're gonna be going through the NBA over under win totals in the Eastern and Western Conference. This is a uh, tradition here on the pod, uh, Squish FM audience. A tradition to- unlike any other. So, we're going to start in the Eastern Conference, division by division. Ben is sort of a stickler here for going alphabetically.
1: Yep. Did not um, appreciate what happened last episode. Um, well, I will not be tolerating that sort of uh, disobedience. And, uh, all right. So,
0: we're going to start here in the Eastern Conference in the Atlantic Division. Ben, uh, ben is a stickler for the alphabet. So, we're going to start with the Boston Celtics. Uh, according to DraftKings, which is the sports book that we're going to be using here, they are projected to win fifty
2: four One of the best,
1: DraftKings. Go out there and gamble. Gamble as much as you want, folks. No downside. It's a net, the
2: absolute it's a best. net positive, folks. Yep, it's a you net always positive. win. Can Nothing can go wrong, it's American as Apple Pay You want some money, and a half you wins. gotta make a bet
0: uh, What do we think, over or under here To give you guys a sense Last year, the Celtics Sorry, what was, 50, what was the win
1: total I was uh, talking 50, over you Chris yeah,
0: 55 and a half
1: 55 last year, the, and a half
0: 55 and a half, last year the Celtics went 57 and 25
2: mm. I'm gonna bang the under I would love a Maybe like a gong sound effect or a bucket yeah. Drummer there, but uh, I just don't see it. You know, I think in a lot of ways this team is unrecognizable from the older teams. I like Drew Holiday, but I just feel like there's all these questions with Jalen Brown being a free agent. Uh, how's Kristaps Porzingis going to fit? I, Chris said this in the last pod: is like, how do we know that Horford and Porzingis are going to play more than 40 games total? And I think there's a chance that you know, God forbid, but I think Drew Holiday. There's no guarantee he plays a full season now at this point. Mm. 33-year-old Drew Holiday. So I think they're kind of the popular pick to win the East, but I could see them having a lot of trouble in the regular season. But a very high top end, um, you know, if they were to, like similar to the Heat last year maybe, where they could make a big playoff run. But sustaining over 82 games does not seem to be this team's um, forte this year.
0: Yeah, I mean, I was skewing sort of slightly under 55 and a half wins before the Drew Holiday trade. Um, sure. Just considering, you know, they won 57 games last year and they're introducing a lot of change. With so much With Porzingis change. coming in, De- uh, Derek White moving into the starting lineup, Marcus Smart is now gone. And then to thin out the front line, shipping out Robert Williams, introducing Drew Holiday, I think there's going to be some growing pains and adjustments um, and so I would skew a little bit under 55 wins. I still think they're going to be very good, but I don't think they're going to be, I don't yeah. think they're going to be as good as last year. And that's basically what Vegas is saying here. So ben, what thinks you,
1: it's going to be a mess. It's going to be a mess <laughs> way under, uh, this team way, is way under. Way. just, you know, it, unrecognizable as Wham said, Hey, maybe they'll be great. Maybe they'll be terrible. It's impossible to say. Uh, I think we're going to be seeing a lot of Luke Cornett uh, in the regular season. Yeah. Um, I don't, uh, I don't exactly, uh, you know, know how much he contributes to winning basketball. Um, so yeah, I think it's going to be an absolute shit show. And my big question—I uh, know that we already did our, our big questions <laughs> in the off-season, but my big question for the Celtics you know, is: question. When will they have to blow it up? Okay. Wow! All
0: right, we're going to move on now in the interest of time to the Brooklyn Nets. The Brooklyn Nets. So they are projected to win over under 37 and a half wins. To give you a sense, again, last year, 22-23, they went, they went 45 and 37, of course, with Durant and James Harden for part of the season. So again, the number is 37 and a half. Whammy, Ben, are we thinking over or under 37 and a half wins?
2: <sighs> no reason that they're going to win over 30 games the nets so do they have their draft pick in 2024 i believe they do not from the
1: original Harden trade i believe it goes to houston i believe
0: do they have the draft pick of, of the suns for 24
1: well i'm just wondering if they have their own draft pick if they have an incentive to tank because otherwise if they don't i could see them being a little frisky i could see them saying you know what like yeah. let's try to let's establish a, a winning culture um, I think Jay Leno, I think yeah, McHale. We can do. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah okay. I'm
0: actually. Yeah, I'm with Ben here. I mean, okay. I think the Nets, like the East is wide Nets, open.
1: You know, they're gonna they're gonna. Yeah. I think Claxton and, and Bridges are gonna continue to develop, and you know, they're just gonna be a bunch of uh, you know, kind of loosey goosey, roly poly young kids out there just running around just having the, fun. You know, there, When you got nothing to been. nothing to lose, you know, usually yeah, you win. I think the
0: Nets are are better than a play-in team. So to give you a sense, last year the Bulls were the 10th seed, and they had 40 wins. And I think the Nets are no worse than last year's Bulls. So I think anything less less than the 10th seed for Brooklyn would be a big disappointment, and I fully expect them to be better. I mean, I think they're a top-eight seed.
2: Well, I definitely disagree, but they—they they better be because they have an unprotected first going to Houston. So, to answer Ben's question,
0: I am hammering the over thirty-seven and a
1: half. Yeah, we're all yeah, in agreement. Great. The Dancing Eidos.
0: All right, moving on. <laughs> uh, we got to keep this alphabetical.
1: Yeah.
2: And,
0: and quick. We're in the Atlantic Division here, so you know what that leads us to
2: the, Quib- the Quebec Nordiques, mm, New York team. Knicks, Ooh.
0: right? Oh. Okay. We're gonna to go to the New York Knicks. The over/under for the Knicks is forty-five and a half wins. Last year, the Knicks won forty-seven games. Okay. Vegas has them pegged this year at forty-five and a half. What thinks you, Ben Kra? Are the Knicks better or? Worse I think
1: they're going to gonna hit forty-five, 45 exactly? exactly. Okay. Yeah. It's a push. Yeah. That's a stay away a for me. Stay away. And what and what standing? what Where will that put them in the East? Do you think? Fifth seed, sixth seed. Yeah, I'll say seven. Seven seed. Okay. Maybe six. That's yeah. dire. You never know. Okay. Whammy,
0: where where do you stand on the next forty-five and a half wins? I mean,
2: Over, I'm, I'm right under? along with Ben. I mean, we talked about this in the last pod. Kind of everything went right for them last year that could go right, and they didn't really make a huge change that would push the total up. Um, so yeah, forty-five to forty-seven is is my range, and I'm leaning towards the lower end of that range. But Thibodeau, I mean, the the X factor here is Tom Thibodeau and his love for regular season wins. So they could they could it's really true. push up on forty seven again.
0: <laughs> yeah, uh, I think the Knicks. Um, I think the Knicks are better than last year. They they swap out Obi Toppin for Dante Divincenzo. I imagine, like Whammy said, their offense is going to regress a little bit. But I also think their defense should be a little bit better, considering how bad it was last year. They took the Heat to six games in the Eastern Conference semis. They're largely bringing back the same roster, and I think with this sort of an exercise, regular season wins, continuity really helps. Very true. Um, So you sprinkle in a full season of Josh Hart. I think it's fair to expect that the team will win at least as many games as last year, and they won 47. So I would lean over 45 wins I don't I don't think they're gonna be astronomically better than 47 wins but c- kind of like Ben said I w- if, if it's not a push I would lean a little bit over okay yeah right, we're not right, no we're strong feeling
2: on. there
0: yeah yeah we're gonna move okay. on now to the yeah Good to th- be Philadelphia 76ers um the Philadelphia76ers let me give you the line Philadelphia 76ers over under 48 and a half wins. Last mm. year, they won 54. Wow.
1: 48. That's rough.
0: So Vegas says they're going to be five, six games worse than last year, as presently constructed. What thinks us?
2: What, 46? 48.
1: 48? 48. I mean, it could, <laughs> it could could, could yeah. go. I mean,
0: it's the James Harden Yeah, Yeah, it could, could be pretty ugly. Card, right?
1: It's probably a stay away for me, folks, because we just don't know what's going to happen. So most of these, I'm going to be advising as a uh, an official betting uh, advice podcast. I'm going to be advising most of our listeners to stay away. Stay away. So yeah, it's a I mess. think,
0: yeah. yeah, I think
1: get Vegas on that DraftKings app and stay away <laughs> from all of the bets.
0: I think with this line, Vegas is assuming that James Harden is going to be traded. Uh, because I think if James Harden was coming back and he seemed to be content and happy, they would probably be around a 52-54 win team, basically like last year. So the fact that Vegas is docking them five, six wins, I think is Vegas, Vegas's way of saying we think James Harden's going to be traded. Yeah,
1: um,
0: I think if he or is not traded,
1: traded and just causing a scene all season long, right,
0: right, that's true too. I think it's going to be pretty bleak, basically, if Harden is not. On the court, and D'Anthony Mountain and Patrick Beverly are running point. Mm. So, I would say the smart money is take the under, but really, you got to monitor this one and stay away.
2: Yeah, I mean, it could, yeah, it could, they could get an all star back for James Harden. I mean, I think True. one thing that the, the Dame trade elucidated was that people will pay for stars. And I, you know, Dame had a, maybe one of the better years of his career last year. Harden did not have a bad year last year, as much as True. people want to lump, lump dirt on him. He, you know, he led the league in assists per game. So, like, somebody will pay something for him. And just because it's not happening right now, that's just because people are smart at playing the market. But somebody's going to get antsy. Maybe it's the Pelicans. Maybe it's the Bobcats. Maybe it's the Clippers. But somebody's mm. going to get antsy and pay something for this guy. Yep. Um, and that could lead to them having a better roster than they are now. So it's it is a stay away.
0: All right, we're going to move on to the Toronto Raptors. They have an over-under of 36.5 wins. Last year's team went 41-41, and so Vegas is expecting them to be four or five games worse.
1: Uh, I mean, yeah, they lost Van Vliet. They lost their coach. Uh, A lot of question marks there, a lot of holes to fill. They didn't really add anyone major in the offseason, did they? No.
0: No, it's very hard to make sense. They don't
1: really have any shooting which seems important in You probably yeah. need to shoot basketball. Them all. Um, no point guards. Yeah. This team
0: feels like such a wild card because, you know, a week ago, two weeks ago, Whammy, they were actively trying to acquire Damian Lillard. Which would have been and mwah. Because, so, in my head, like, my leading, my big question about this team when we talked the other week, Wham, was like, so are they going to trade Pascal Siakam, OG Ananobi, when does that happen? But literally two weeks ago, a week ago, they were trying to acquire Lillard. So if they're suddenly in the market to acquire some sort of big fish star player, a veteran, then... I would be like, okay, then this is going to be better than a 500 team. This is a team that's trying to catapult itself into a top three or four seed in the East. Or they could pivot and sell off Siakam, sell off Ananobi. So I, this is a real stay away from me. I think I mean, it might be a stay year, away. I was going to say. Yeah, I think they're probably better than a 36 and a half win team. Um, But it, they're a really hard. Group to get a read on. I mean, Dennis Schroeder comes in and he'll, I guess, help sort of cushion the loss of Van Vliet for a little bit. They uh, resign Jakob Pertle. Uh, but they're a very, they're a very in-between team with uh, Scotty Barnes. It's like, yeah, are you, are you, are you guys, are you guys building out here with veterans? You know, again, they were just yeah. in the market to acquire Lillard, or are they pivoting and tanking? So I, I is, would stay away from this one.
2: Is Scotty Barnes good enough to have the like? They got to compete to keep Scotty conversation. Or is that like he's not at the level that you have to worry about that? Like is he – because that's the big – I think that's why they haven't stripped this thing down for parts Is because they do have this young foundational wing player, which is extremely rare in the NBA. They basically have what is possibly young Jason Tatum on their team. So are they just saying we don't want to get – like
0: anoint these guys <clears throat> so early. It's like – He's a good player, but, but that's what like I'm asking. Idea, I'm asking that. It's my yeah, question. Yeah, like the idea that they have to like placate Scotty Barnes. I'm like, isn't he? He's like a second or third year player. That's like. Well, but this is when he's got game.
2: two more years on his rookie deal or whatever, right? And this is when, you know, it's like him and Evan. Yeah, Mubbley if I was
0: him, I would be like, Scotty, you're an awesome player. We're gonna pay you a lot of money, but the team is currently constructed is going nowhere. So I, we need I more. Agree. I agree. We need more young talent around you. So we're gonna pay you a boatload of money. But you got to just hang tight here as we sort of strip this thing down and get more talent via the draft
2: because. Because you know, we're not going anywhere by getting, you know, yeah, uh, like, who we, I can't even think of like ex veteran that is just yeah. going to be overpaid and not really affect you. Uh, but I think that's why it's a weird team, is because they're just not trying to do what most people movement. think they should do and go with the youth movement because
1: could they be in the Zach Levine sweepstakes? <laughs> there you go. Well, yeah, I mean, go. That, would
2: be, that would be the kind of move that you would, you know, just roll your eyes at. But yeah. That's... <laughs> yeah. All right, we're
0: going to move on now to the Central Division. The Central Division here going alphabetically, then that means... Detroit. Detroit.
1: Well, Chicago. And just
0: mentioned Zach Levine. Uh, so that brings us up, segue.
1: Chicago
0: To Chicago, the Chicago Bulls.
1: <laughs> he recently released his
2: of
1: Body Care Products. Please welcome Michael Jordan. You can get a Leno saying Chicago Bulls.
0: Chicago Bulls? There it is, my
1: sure.
0: The Chicago Bulls have an over-under of 37 yeah, and a half great. wins. Yeah. Last year's team went 40 and 42. Okay. 37 I'm, and a half. Is I'm gonna,
2: gonna go point? I'm gonna go ahead and bang the under on this lifeless like directionless mm. floating raft of an yep. NBA team <laughs> I think Ben could ask me the same question here of, di- are they? Are you just mad because they've accomplished more than you've ever accomplished in your life yes I am and I'm mm. uh, angling that rage into a microphone in the form of a, a bang the under yeah uh, I can't see them winning more games than they won last year
1: you're lashing out working through some personal stuff I am by banging yeah, I've the got under. a lot a lot of
2: things that I regret in my life and I'm taking it out on this NBA team sorry
1: yep
0: same. I don't like this team at all. It feels like a ticking time bomb. This is a team that seems like they're going to wave the white flag at a certain point, sell off vets, and just tank. It's not, uh, you know, I'm not a Kobe White fan. Lonzo Ball may be on the verge of retirement. DeMar oh, Rosen, Zach so Levine, sad. Nikola Vucevic. That trio just, like, isn't, bra- it is, isn't working, so it's time to break them up. I'm going under 37 and a half wins.
2: You know what I think about that white flag comment is that I think with Dame and Drew, the East became a little more top heavy or at least a little bit more like it seems a little bit more apparent that it's like not necessarily winnable no matter how much you eat around the margins. So I think a team like Toronto and Chicago is probably thinking like, Oh, like we like, this is it now. Like it was kind of wide open. Maybe now is the moment to just sell off, you know, maybe a week ago when Dame wasn't in the East there wasn't a clear, clear favorite and they were like, Well, let's see what happens, but now they saw what happens and maybe that's the end of it.
0: I mean, Chicago should probably give Miami a call and be like, Hey, oh, here's can, here's DeMar
2: DeRozan on the
0: heat. Here's I mean, DeRozan, here's Levine. Wouldn't that be like, wonderful? Yeah. Mm. Like if you guys are in an arms race with Milwaukee and Boston then we have the And best that's for a you. winning team, you know. Yeah. All right. We're gonna move on now to the Cleveland Cavs. Whammy, your Cleveland Cavaliers. Woo. The Cats Woo. have an over-under of 50 and a half wins. Last year's team won 51. Yeah. So Vegas hasn't pegged just about the same. Yep. Um, what do we think here?
2: Yeah. Um, uh, so last year they lost about five games that were just inexplicably bad in the fourth quarter. And then they also lost a game where <clears throat> the entire Warriors starting lineup sat and we lost our starters versus the backup. So they did leave some wins on the last year's table, and they got better. They didn't have any significant losses in player personnel. They brought back their biggest free agent in Karis LeVert, theoretically upgraded their bench by getting Max Struss and George Niang to re- and um, uh, to replace... Whoa, oh, my God. I want to say Sasha Pavlovich, but that's not it. That's not it. Um, Jedi Osmond and um, Lamar Stevens. So, yeah, they got better. They left a few wins on the table last year. I I think they win more, and obviously it depends on health and how Evan Mobley does, but I think they're a good bet to be 51-52. They could lead the East in regular season wins depending on rest of Boston and Milwaukee's stars.
0: Ben? Over or under 50 and a half wins mm. for mm. the
2: Cavs?
1: I'm going to go a slight over, but really should be a stay away. It's a tough call. Wow. What do
2: you think's yeah. going to and happen? have staying away. Why are you staying away from my calves here?
1: I'm just saying. It's a, it's a very, very slight, very, uh you know. It's, it's a slippery slope? Yeah, it's a very slippery <laughs> slope. And you don't, when you, you know, when you're on a uh, mountainside and you see the slippery slope, if you're a smart you man, away. you stay away. Yeah,
2: you stay away. Well, I'm going to tell you. Go to graph, Draft Kings. Amani Bates going to win Rookie of the Year. Ooh. Damian Jones, Ty Jerome, Craig Porter Jr. Names to watch.
1: Okay. I mean, can they, we, could, can they we could turn they that could into a parlay. Win. They could be I the number the Cavs, one seed in the East.
2: Yeah, I
0: think the Cavs are going to crush this fifty-win.
1: Yeah. Oh wow! I, th- I, th- I think they're going to be not better. The team away. is.
0: No, that's the team. He's, he's jumping the team's first. The team's more familiar with each other. The pecking order is very clear. There's no Mm -hmm. learning curve with Donovan Mitchell and Darius Garland. Very true. Evan Mobley is a year better. This is, he's just going to have one year more of just being more assertive on offense the team's going to wash the bad taste out of its mouth from the playoffs. Mm. Um that 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 team is is going to be better than last year. I mean the, the Cavs have the talent to win the East. I agree. They added Ty Jerome in the offseason, Damian Jones, George Niang, Max Struess. These guys are going to give the Cavs some some shooting, some scoring punch. I really like the over here, especially because the thing that they have going for them really like I I said before about the Knicks is like, they're familiar with each other. They know how they want to play. They're not, there's no major new major cog they're introducing. Whereas I think like teams, teams like the bucks and the Celtics, there is going to be some sort of figuring things out on the fly. And I think the Cavs could, like Whammy said, I think they could have the most wins in the East.
2: Back to that figuring things out (coughs) comment. Um, I think the big thing is maybe one thing that they haven't figured out as a young team is that winning 60 games will not help you in the playoffs, and the Bucs and the Celtics have figured that out, and they Mm -hmm. will not be playing for the regular season as much as the Cavs, who if they get the number one seed, they're going to feel a lot better about their chances than if they were the number five seed. Yeah. Like right. the heat didn't care that they were the 7 seed last year, right? They were, you know, we got Jimmy Butler, we don't right. care. So they they are going to prioritize the regular season in a way that other teams aren't going to because of their age and situation.
0: Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> We're going to move on now to the Detroit Pistons. Oof. The Detroit Pistons have an over under of 28 and a half wins. Last year's team won 17 games. So Vegas is projecting an uh, 11 game jump. Wow. Um, the
1: potential
0: jump. My first thought is geez, man. Did the Pistons actually only win 17 games
2: last year? Yikes.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, that is like prolific. That is prolific. That is K prolific. Never played. So the big ask here is like, are the Pistons 10 or 11 games wins better than last year? And I think they absolutely are. I mean, I think Cade Cunningham is going to come out of the the gate, come out of the gates like gangbusters. He's going to put the league on notice. They now have a really quality head coach, Monty Williams, who has a track record with inexperienced, you know, young teams in small markets. He raised the floor a lot with, with um, that developing team in Phoenix. And, yeah, I just think Monty Williams, along with vets like Monte Morris, Joe Harris, filling complimentary roles that really makes this a more respectable team. I mean, they're not going to be a pushover. Asar Thompson is going to be really good, the rookie. And I think they have just a lot of young talent. K. Jaden Ivey, Jalen Duran, Isaiah, uh, Isaiah Stewart, Beef Stew. Beef so Stew. So I'm going to go over, we'll over 28 and a half wins, over 28 and a half. And
2: I'm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Bang the under. I have no explanation, but uh, I like what Chris said. But they're—I mean—I can't see them winning a ton of games.
1: Mm. Ben, yeah, I like what both of you are saying, which is why I'm going to okay. go straight Bring down the middle, down the and split the, the difference. difference. This is a stay away. Stay for ben. away.
0: <laughs> got to stay away. Yeah,
1: stay away. I would love to be a tiebreaker <laughs> tie <laughs> here, bond. but I uh, just—I don't, don't have it. Sometimes you got to stay away. You're this a time—you're time. a tie maker and not a tiebreaker. Exactly.
0: We're going to move on to the Indiana Pacers. The Indiana Pacers, so they have an over/under win total of thirty-eight and a half. Last Ooh. year's team won thirty-five, Ooh. so really? Vegas is projecting a couple wins more than last year's team. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: Whammy kick us off? Uh, yeah, I think there's a lot of Halliburton hype here that is not Ooh. deserved. I think this is a team that's like popular amongst NBA nerds. I don't know how much Benedict Matherin and Obi Toppin are going to make a a big effect on your bottom line, and Bruce Brown's a nice player, but again, I just I don't see them having gotten very much better in the off season. and they're going to end up trading Buddy Heald. I'm going to take the under. Oof. I don't see them getting better. But uh, people are obsessed with Tyrese Halliburton and for some reason want to elevate him to this superstar status, uh, just maybe because they don't like the Kings or something, but I, I don't see it. Hmm.
0: Ben, what do you think?
1: I kind of like the uh the backlash to the to the hype cycle here mm. I feel like that mm. yeah that feels kind of good i'm gonna I'm gonna go along with oh, Wayne yeah. here and slam yeah. that under slam it yeah
0: man I mean um I hear you i I, I, I kind of lean over uh 38 and a half wins but hmm. I mean the, the team is gonna be like the leak pass darling right <laughs> like I don't know that that really translates to more wins what made like, them materially like I mean better?
2: Than last year, yeah,
0: that's the thing. I mean, I think it's fair to expect that Halliburton's gonna have a great, you know, breakout season and and be a statistical darling. He's a statistical darling, he's gonna be a great, like, player in fantasy. Sure, um, Benedict Matherin had a really great rookie year, but yeah, like you were saying, Whammy. I mean, as a Nick fan, I watched Obi Topham for the last three years, um, like, he's I. He's a nice player, but like there was never a moment where I was like, "Oh, this is a guy that's going to change the fortunes of a franchise." No. Um. So he's he's a really fun player. Like he's a high flyer. He's going to throw down awesome alley oop dunks. Like I said, they're going to be league pass darlings. I just don't know that they're going to be appreciably better. Um. Yeah, so
2: fifty six games last year, and that's what I guess people are banking yeah. on. Yeah. More
0: yeah. Games I think. From I think this is probably a stay away. I would lean a little bit over 38 and a half wins, but I'm not crazy for it. Hmm. So um, yeah, very, very curious to see what happens with the Pacers moving on now to the Milwaukee bucks.
1: Oh boy. So a lot, a
0: lot of turnover, a lot of turnover here uh, with the bucks. They have an over under of 54 and a half wins last year's team won 58. So Vegas says they're going to be about three, four games worse. Ben, let's start with you. Um, what do you. What do you think about the Bucks this year?
1: That's uh, you know a lot of a lot of turnover, a lot of a lot of new pieces. Feels like a stay away, just because it's just you know with all the all the mystery and well, the. Well, Coach Bud
0: is gone. They have a new coach. New Adrian coach. Griffin.
1: That's right. I forgot all about the the change in the coaching staff. Wait, but Damian
0: was, Lillard and for Drew Holiday was
1: Bud there last year? Oh, yeah. Was.
0: So, as you remember, Ben, you watched every game. Yeah, yeah. The, the Bucks I do had that yeah. first-round loss. Of course, I remember that. Heat,
1: yeah, which led to Coach Coach Bud getting mm, fired. That yeah. makes sense. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I, I say too much tumult, too much uh, question too, much t- too many, too many question marks. Stay away.
0: <coughs> Whammy. Sorry.
2: Uh. Yeah. I think that they're going to be right on the right on the number and I think it's again it's because I think they're going to deprioritize the regular season this team That's is another built thing. Built, right. Yeah. Built for the off se- uh off season. <laughs> built for the playoffs. <laughs> the I think they they're built for the, <laughs> these guys they're are gonna rich. They're going to be killing it in summer league. These guys are rich. They own a lot of boats. They got a lot of friends <laughs> and they're going to have a great off season. They're built <laughs> for it. No, I think they're going to be built for the postseason season. And um, I think that makes sense. They've been atop of these for so long, and it hasn't necessarily helped them. I think they're going to prioritize the postseason and win less regular season games.
0: Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, I before the Lillard trade, I was a l I was leaning towards slightly over fifty four wins, but now I think I'm off that. But my my thinking was they brought in some vets: <laughs> Malik Beasley, Jay Crowder, Brooke Lopez, and Chris Middleton are back. So it's sort of the idea of like continuity Vegas was expecting them to regress and I was like "Eh, the books are the team that like always year in year out is like consistently great in the regular season you know number one or two seed but now this is a huge change and I I agree with whammy I think they're gonna prioritize the regular season less they're gonna be more focused on being like ready for the playoffs also Lillard you know, the, these are the number of games that Lillard has played the last few years. So in 20, in 2023, he played 58 in 2022, he played 29 games Oof. in 2021. He played 67 in 2020. He played 66. Mm. And then in 2019, he played 80. Yeah. So, you know, it, it's been a while since we've seen Lillard, like full, full tilt, full throttle. And I don't, have any reason to believe that this year will be any different you know again especially with the priority being you know they're constructing this team to make a finals run it's right. not it's not about. it's not about like winning the most regular season games so i think i would lean under as well yeah
2: Well, i the only cap- caveat to that is that last year he was asked to sit out so they could tank so it's right. not it's not necessarily he maybe could play 82 but they haven't been asking him to do that in Portland and I don't think they're going to ask him to do that in the Bucks cuz they want him to be there in the Eastern right. Conference finals and the NBA finals. Take care of
0: his body, right? Yep. All right, we're going to move on to the Southeast. We're keeping it alphabetical per Ben's request. Thank you. So we're going to start Appreciate with the that. We're going to start with the Atlanta Hawks, Ben. Mm-hmm. The Atlanta Hawks are have an over under over under of forty-four and a half wins. Four. The Atlanta Hawks. Four. Forty-four and a half. Last year's team Fourteen won forty one. <laughs> so
2: hmm. who wants to take it? I'm gonna slap run to the bank and put all my money on the over. I think the Hawks are the dark horse, the darkest of horse Ooh. to get a top four seed in the East? Wow, get wow. that high That's take. awesome, dude. Love it. I that's, think it's that's
1: true. I yeah, I
2: think it's true. I mean, John Collins is a major loss. We all love John Collins on this podcast. We're a pro John Collins podcast. But the Trey and De- Dejounte um, regime was just getting off the ground last year. We had some injuries bogged down. But Donovich was hurt for a while. DeAndre Hunter was out for a while. Um, Okanagan is going to take a big step forward, and um, as Chris mentioned in the last pod, for all you Swish FM uh, nasties out there, uh, we're talking about um, Quinn Snyder, and there, he's going to be Quinn Snyder is going to be on his QTs. Yeah, and, the, Q fa- uh, the, the Q factor, the Q factor is. Uh, and if something you remember that the the Jazz frequent winners of the Western Conference, nothing this
1: guy loves um, more than. Hiding okay. from uh various uh mobs and winning basketball games.
2: That's right. That's exactly right. So yep. I think they're a dark horse uh regular season darling. Possible wow. they could win fifty five, sixty mm. games. I'm dead like serious. This. Yeah, dead I,
0: serious. that's that's an awesome take, Whammy. I'm pretty stumped. Um, but <laughs> I, I I find that an interesting take, Wham. I, I my thought is like Basically, if the Hawks are dramatically better this season, give Quinn Snyder coach of the year consideration mm-hmm. because sure. the roster is largely similar <laughs> minus John Collins. So it's it, yep. These are the same Hawks. It's Clint Capella. It's Trey Young. It's DeJonta Murray, Bogdan Bogdanovich, yep. uh, Okongwu, DeAndre Hunter, Sadiq Bay. They added Patty Mills. So if they're dramatically better, like Whammy said, if they're if they're a top three four seed. Quinn Snyder the coach of the year because it's it's the same it's the same roster basically minus John Collins that went 41 and 41 last year. Yeah. So I would I would lean slightly over. I think they're going to be a good team. Um I don't I don't think they're going to be a top
2: seed but um Top four yeah, in the East, I, it, home court in the playoffs. That's what I'm thinking. Wow. Mm.
0: Love it, Whammy. Ben, what do you think? Are, are you leaning over or under 44 and a half
1: wins? I'm, uh, I'm finding myself, initially I was thinking stay away, but I am finding myself uh, very much convinced and swayed by that by that hot take from Wham. Um, yes. Not yes, only the Q man. factor, but you know, I wonder, as much as we love John Collins on this podcast and we support him, um, Yeah. And defend him. I wonder if it is a little bit of a case of addition by subtraction, wow. which is my favorite kind of math. Uh, um, yeah. because you know, it's just going to open things up a little bit more for, for Trey and De- Dejante to operate, get into the paint, throw those lobs to Clint, um, and and Okongwu. Uh, and, and you know, I wonder if it just kind of simplifies the offense and just uh, you know, um, uh, lets them uh, kind of kind of become a little bit more of a an an efficient machine and um yeah i like that over yeah
2: i think i just they have a superstar transcendent talent and they've got a coach who is known for winning in the regular season um i think there's addition just like i talked to my broker addition by subtraction right Mm -hmm. Uh, we'll see what happens quinn snyder (laughs) yep all day good for 55 Uh wins if you're under quinn snyder
0: all right we're gonna move on to the charlotte hornets The Charlotte Hornets have an over under of 30 and a half wins. Last year's team won 27, so Vegas thinks they're going to be a couple games better. Um, I'll kick us off here. I think the Hornets are going to be better. I think, you know, I don't know too much about Lamella Ball and what kind of dude he is, but I suspect that he is maybe starting to get like rabbit ears and doesn't appreciate the league sort of just like moving on and leaving him in the dust. And the Hornets will be in the mix along with teams like the Magic for a play-in spot. There's too much talent on that roster. I mean, Miles Bridges, domestic violence, atrocities aside, is a very talented basketball player. Um, I'm curious how Brandon Miller takes to the NBA, figures it out. If this team commits to playing any semblance of defense under steve clifford and they get some buy-in they have the talent to win you know mid 30s high 30s so i am going over 30 and a half wins ben whammy what's say you
1: yeah i don't see it i'm going under oh okay wow, wow. Yep. anything uh, you wanna i just don't see it you know like who? who's uh, i don't know like lamello takes a massive leap forward but other than that they don't really have like that much going on they just kind of feel like one of these you know middling kind of spinning their wheels in mud kind of kind of franchises and
0: uh is it going to be time to blow it up it
1: could be time to blow it up that's my big question yep Mm -hmm. my x factor is is are the pieces gonna fit uh,
0: Your X Factor is the little uh, ball TNT, of dynamite. Yes. You know, little Yeah. My
1: X <laughs> Factor dynamo. is the little X at the TNT end of the fuse blender. that you light, and then it goes... <laughs> yes,
0: <laughs> that's great. Okay. Yeah, we know it.
1: Yep. Uh, Whammy?
2: Yeah, I'm going to bang the over. I'm with Chris. Uh, two years ago, this team was a, Agreed, a, uh, a dominant play-in team, and they lost, due to his own fault, their... Second best player, first best player, depending on how you want to look at the value of Lamelo Ball. That that player is back again. I'm not commenting on the morality of that. I think it's wrong that he, you know, but but I think uh, they're going to be a lot better. I think they were a planned team with that roster, and I think they've gotten interesting pieces, including um, the second pick in this previous draft, and that's a big deal. And I mm. think they will be a. Playing team again and they will bang the over. And I think a healthy LaMelo ball for a year will help.
0: All right, we're going to move on to the Miami Heat. The Miami oof, Heat. Oof. The Heat have an over under of 48.5 wins. Last year's team won 44. Vegas says this year 48.5. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I am
2: just to, absolutely to, slamming the under. Yeah. <laughs> slamming the under. Slamming the under. It's a great, it's a slam. Without a trade, this Heat team is run its course. They, uh, Thomas Bryant and uh, <clears throat> um, our boy uh, Josh Richardson aside,
1: Ben, I just I do I love Jay it. Rich. Yeah, we do love Jay Rich. So good on my fantasy team about four years ago. I'll be um, drafting him. I'll be picking him
2: in the I remember that 13th yeah, round. Love yeah. him, but so many yeah, steals. no, the, the Heat are not going to win many games. They're <clears throat> older and not good.
1: Yeah, I don't see how they how they get better from last year's record. I think that's a lot of a lot of like, oh, they were a finals team yeah, uh, without remembering what happened before that magical and absolutely right. miraculous and lucky run. Miraculous. Um, yeah, Jimmy Butler can't stay on the court, uh, yep. and besides that, they have no one to score yeah. or uh, they're banking on a healthy
2: Tyler Hero.
1: It's mm, coming back strong. They do need yeah, to Yeah, it's weird. Them.
0: I mean, they were in the heat, we were in this like holding pattern all summer, waiting for Lillard. Obviously, the trade didn't happen. But my thing was like, honestly, whether they got Lillard or not, I was kind of leaning under. Like, even if they had Lillard, I think I would still take under 48 and a half wins. And the reason is just like the team is just going to be so thin. They have such a weird skeleton crew of vet minimum role player guys that, um, i don't i just don't see it and also i'm not saying that they can't make another incredible playoff run like i hell i i think it's even likely that they will why not but i don't think it will translate into a top four or five seed like i don't i don't don't think they're going to be a team that's very concerned with lots of regular season wins
2: yeah are we betting Um, on kevin love coming back and going for 20 and 10 on Right. I just don't see it. Mm.
0: I mean, I do think they're a team that probably will try to, whether it's Zach Levine, DeMar DeRozan, whoever, try to acquire someone. Sure. Um, some sort of star talent. They'll, you know, The next player that becomes available, Miami, will definitely be in the mix. Yep. But even in, if and when they do acquire that person, whether it's th- in the middle of this season or next offseason or whatever, they're just very thin. They're very you know, thin around the top top shelf talent
2: so. I guess I'm being a little hypocritical Because two years ago they were the number one seed And I'm saying that Charlotte will return to form But I just don't see this Heat team Having any juice for this regular season
1: i will say sorry one last thing on the heat it's hard to quantify exactly how many wins uh jersey the heat culture jersey could contribute to um i love that yeah if they can get those things on every single game uh i might be changing my tune pretty soon
2: more like neat neat culture very nice neat Jay, jay leno there guys
0: Mm-hmm. We're going to talk about the Orlando Magic now. The Orlando Magic have an over/under win total of thirty-six and a half. Mm-hmm. Last year's team won thirty-four games, so Vegas has them, you know, a couple couple wins better. Thirty-six and a half. Uh, Whammy, Ben. Do we like the over or under here for the Orlando Magic?
1: I feel like everyone's oh. got to say over, right? Don't we love this yeah. squad? The squad is the I've, best. Here's the thing. I pray they be their I pray for the over, for the
2: Orlando Magic. Please, please give us the over, Orlando Magic. Why not? please, Mommy. Please Please win 45 games, Orlando Magic. I mean, we want them them in the NBA front and center. We want them to be good. We want to see Paolo. We want to see Franz. We want to see all these tall boys. My
1: question is, did Las Vegas uh, forget that a certain fellow by the name of Jonathan Isaac is fully healthy and ready for his comeback tour? starting three um, the yeah um yeah that's that's gonna yeah, be my we're all
0: in agreement here biggest x yeah, factor I think the magic are better than last year's team and basically that's the premise for the pick palo banchero one year stronger one year wiser same for franz mm-hmm. wagner they add in joe ingles for mm. some veteran leadership over 36 and a half wins this is a team i expect to compete for a playoff spot Anything less than that, anything less than like a play-in spot would be undignified.
2: Disappointment, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and, and if and if you think they're going to be
0: in the mix for the tenth spot or the ninth spot, that's like basically like a forty-win
2: team. In the East, yeah, you got to win forty. Yeah. I yeah. and please, you know, Jaylen Suggs, we're all rooting for you, buddy. Develop a little bit of a shot. We want
1: you to succeed. And bolts, yeah. no, we we'll make want make us happier. Let's Come go, Jaylen Suggs yeah. Come on, we will be. Yeah.
2: We, we <laughs> ah, there we go. Yeah,
0: <laughs> the point guard.
2: Yeah. All
0: right, we're going to move on to the Washington Wizards. <laughs> Finish out the Eastern Conference with the Washington Wizards. So the Wizards are projected to win uh, 24 and a half games last year. 24, really? 24 and a half. Last year's team won 35.
2: Uh, are they going to win a game? This yeah. 24. Year? The Kyle Kuzma led Wizards are going to win 24 games. You know, one thing Jordan to keep an Poole eye on is going to carry them to a plans. One of the one thing to keep an eye on with the Wizards is Tyus Jones, who mm. uh, very good as a starter last year. You love the Tyus Jones, Grizzlies, but again, I just can't see these fellows putting together a lot of wins. They lost their two best players, uh, the best player in franchise history. I'll go for right. We want to. We're good with that. Franchise history. Brad, Brad Beal, probably the best player in Wizards franchise history, mm. probably.
1: Um, probably. I I guess maybe over an extended like five year well yeah if we're going back to the Bullets days definitely you know you got your your big E Elvin Hayes your Wes Unseld Uh, Elvin Hayes probably uh, Moses Malone yeah he was only on the team much much later in his career but I mean yeah yeah. uh, it's not John Wall I guess third third Um, in
2: games played Gilbert Arenas. Yeah, 100 more than John Wall.
1: Brendan Haywood. Uh, mm. But no, I think. Remember when I think Chris probably, Weber and Joan Howard were on that squad together? I, I feel Oh, yeah. The Fab I feel Five in Washington. comfortable with the saying they lost
2: one of the best players or.
1: Tom Gugliara. Googs. <laughs> they called Gougs. him. Tommy Googs. Tommy He was a bucket. We'll with Elvin Hayes is the best. Googs was a problem. I saw him live in '94. <laughs>
0: The, All right, so here we, here's yeah. yeah, here's my thought on Calvert Cheney,
1: <laughs> number forty.
0: I had to double take when I looked at the line for the Wizards at twenty four and a half wins. Sure. Um yeah. I mean, this is a proud and franchise. Here's my hot take.
1: We're yeah. like uh number twenty three, uh twenty three wins, Michael Adams. Oh, yeah. Or, or Michael, Michael Jordan, who also played for the Wizards. Wait, was Michael Adams also number twenty-three? Sorry, go on, Chris. Okay. Didn't mean to interrupt you. Yeah, there.
0: so so here's here's my hot take. I don't think this team's win-loss record will be that much different from last year's squad. Hmm. The team that didn't ha- that that Bradley Beal was on, but basically never played for. Sure, at least not at the outset. Um, sure, I think like I wouldn't be necessarily shocked if for ten games or whatever. This team was like the darlings of the Eastern Conference, you know. Like the first 10, just okay, keep going. Like, if 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 there was a stretch where the Wizards went like six and four or seven and three, and everyone's like, isn't this incredible? Like, I think there, I think there's like a two week stretch where that could happen, sure. Um. And I think they could be like the Cinderella fan favorites. They replaced a backcourt of Bradley Beal and Monte Morris with Tyus Jones and Jordan Poole. Kyle Kuzma re-signed. He's turned into a very good NBA player. Landry Shaman and Danilo Gallinari, assuming they aren't traded, are good NBA players that would get minutes on NBA playoff teams. Oh, boy. Bilal Kulabali was their first pick. He's a guy that people are excited about. He played with Wembenyama in France. I think they're... I think they're going to do better than 24 wins.
2: Chris, are I'm not you saying, running for Speaker of the House here? Trying to get, the, saying, <laughs> get those DC votes <laughs> all together? What's the... I'm not, yeah.
0: I don't know. I, I, I just think that, again, last year's team won 35 games. And I would not be shocked if this team was like... 130 games or 28 games like i think they're gonna be a little bit better than 24 wins 24 i would
2: be i would not be shocked if they forfeited a game because they like right you know
0: so like how many games just, do you think they'll win 18
2: whatever the lowest amount of games possible i think like i think
0: yeah i think the pistons last year won 15 like six,
2: 16 or 18 the games. sixers set the loss record right when they were doing the process so you expect them to be that bad I just don't see what the you know. I guess it's always darkest before the dawn, but mm, I just true. I don't see this.
0: I mean, I think a big thing is like whether they trade Kuzma and Tyus Jones. They just
2: signed Kuzma to the extension. right.
0: They can't. I don't think they can trade him this year. But. They can't trade him to December. Like okay. I, I. So that's what I'm saying. I think a guy like that, Monty, uh, not Monty Morris. He he's not on the team anymore. Yeah. But like yeah, Kuzma, Shamit, cool. Gallinari. I, mean, I guess. She,
2: Shamit, I mean, come on, baby Landry Shamit. I mean, <laughs> I just think uh, these are prideful guys. I do.
1: Landry f- Shamit is known for his pride, that's true. That's true. Yeah, that's true. I think he's also he's maybe known for a
0: broken foot. Pride. Did he maybe just break? Yeah, I foot mean, now you're
2: talking about oh, yeah. Danilo when
1: you got as much pride as he does, it doesn't really matter if you have a broken foot, <laughs> play, <laughs> yeah. play. play right through that. <laughs> well, let that a, a broken boy. foot stop him, but mm-hmm. Danilo got too proud. I mean, that he
2: hasn't been a rotation player. For a couple of years now. Wait, did you name Gallinari as a reason why this team is going to win games? He did. He said, Shamit and Gallinari are, (laughs) quote, rotation players on playoff teams. (laughs) And I'm not seeing it. I'm Mm -hmm. I'm not seeing it. I think think Gallinari... uh, is, this is a guy who's trying to compete with Steve Scalise to be the next Speaker of the House <laughs> there in D.C. He yeah. wants everyone to know that the Wizards are a great team. You
1: got Matt Gaetz's vote. That's all I know. <laughs> you know I'm that right Listen, now.
0: I'm not saying I think the Wizards are going to be a playoff team. I just don't think they're going to lead the league in losses.
2: Hmm. I think if you were a Wizards fan and there was some way that you could fall asleep in October and wake up at the draft, you'd be really happy. Because you'd have the first or second pick, and you wouldn't have had to witness whatever the hell happens this year with the Wizards. I'm out on the. I, I'm out for the record. I'm out on the Wizards. All right, that's the
1: Eastern Conference. That's it. Bye, guys. Bye-bye. This has been good. You've been listening to Switch. 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 <laughs> Woo.